to R&R, Relationships in Real Estate. I'm your host, Chris Silva, and this is my beautiful wife, Corey Silva. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us here on R&R. Chris and I are the owners of Silva Realty, Silva Lending, and Silva Property Management. And we've been in the real estate and mortgage industry since the early 2000s. We're super excited to have you all here with us today. Thank you for always showing your support and joining us on our little show here. And welcome to the first week of May. We are just one week away from summer. One week, one month away from summer. My goodness. But before that, we have a lot of exciting things coming up in May. I'm just getting ahead of myself today. I'm so excited that it's May already. I'm expecting some springtime and sunshine. And why is it all rainy again outside? I'm loving this weather. (laughs) I am loving this weather. Am I the only one? I know you are loving it. It got a little hot. So all the people who are feeling like, oh my gosh, is it summer? We got another little break. Chris is happy. He's got the nice cool weather that he is enjoying. He's like a polar bear. Who doesn't love hoodie weather? I love hoodies. (laughs) I think it's just been so long this year. The season has stretched out way too long for us Southern Californians. I actually wore a tie the other day. Yeah. Yeah, because it was... Cool enough to wear a tie. Yes. Had a three-piece suit on. Yeah. You can't do that in the summer. No. Some of you are rolling your sleeves up. Actually, you do do that in the summer. Looking all cute. Looking all fly. I got to tell you, your outfit. Oh, thank you. I love it. It is. (laughs) You're still in this 90s zone. I can't get out of the 90s. I'm just feeling it right now. You got your Air Force Ones on. They can't see that on camera, but you're rocking it. Oh, my goodness. little purple stripe on there. We had so much fun. We're going to get into that and our fun 90s party that we had this past weekend. But yeah, I'm just, I'm still like feeling the good vibes. Like it was such a good time. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. And it looks like we have Tanya here with us. Hi, Tanya. She said, hey guys, happy Wednesday. And she also said- She loves the weather as well. I love the weather as well, Chris. And Um, your sweater. And my sweater. Thank you so much. So um, on Friday, we have Cinco de Mayo coming up. And next Sunday is Mother's Day, and we have a fun Disneyland trip planned, which, of course, you know, mom plans her own Mother's Day trip every year now. And I think it's become a tradition because I just want to be at the happiest place on earth. Did we go last year for uh, Mother's Day? Did we go Mother's Day last year? I have no idea. We did the year before, and I loved it. And I said, oh, this is what I want to do. So I already booked the reservation. So you're welcome. You don't have to plan anything for that day because I already got it planned. Oh, wow. You're welcome. I'm coming. I'm going to Disneyland with you. Isn't that good? Yes. No, I'm just saying I took care of the plans, so you're good. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, why you look all sad? Why you look mad, bro? I'm fine. I I wish... Let's get the camera on me. Do I look mad or sad? Uh, <laughs> Somebody put feelings on me. I'm how good. Many, how many times do you say... Why does everyone always ask me why am I mad or sad? This is my face. This is just how I look. I know, but it's I don't expect that from you. Uh, <laughs> you should know by now. We've been together, you know, 26 years-ish. I know. I know you so well. That's why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to push my buttons. Mm. I can see what you're doing. That's all right. I got to flip the script every now and then. Do you like it when it happens to you? I'm good. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you looking forward to in the new month? Oh, my gosh. I am looking so forward to Disneyland on Mother's Day. <laughs> you are so, I can't wait. You are so sarcastic. What are you talking about? I'm I'm so excited. Okay. What are you excited about? I just about? can't hide it. What, what can't you hide? What are you just over the moon about? I just can't wait to see you floating through Disneyland on Mother's Day with a big old <laughs> smile on your face, your little mini ears on. Oh. You're going to enjoy yourself so much. I'm going to have so much fun. I, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm just going to be stuffing you too with churros. And oh my gosh. I want the Dole, Dole Whip. Whips. Mm-hmm. That's really it, right? That's like your go-to. I love the Dole Whips. Churros, all right. I wonder if it's going to be churro or Dole Whip weather. I mean, it's like when it's hot, you need that Dole Whip. When it's cold, you need that churro. No, it doesn't matter. You get the Dole Whip every single time. Because you're walking around and when you have kids, you're like booking it. You're working up a sweat. Just get that Dole Whip, even on a cold day. Mm, So good and refreshing. Okay. I guess we're getting Dole Whip then. (laughs) So if you're catching the live show today, we are still on Facebook Live. We're still working on transferring everything over to the new platform. And if you're tuning in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon Music, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to our show. Next week, we will be going live on our new YouTube channel. So be sure to subscribe to us there if you want to catch the live show 
on Wednesday next next Wednesday at noon. So thank you all so much for being here with us. It looks like Monica has joined us. She said, happy Wednesday, friends. Happy Wednesday, Monica. Thanks for joining us. And she said, I heard grad night is on Mother's Day, so be prepared. What? Oh, my gosh. No. Where did you go for grad night? Did you go to Disneyland, uh, too? Did I go to grad night? No. Do they have it at Disneyland for grad night? I didn't go to your school, girl, very you long. You know what? No, actually, in high school, our grad night, they did something where they rented out a boat in the Ventura Harbor, and we, like, cruised around the harbor, and we got to play, and we got to sit in the boat, and they played music and had a DJ, and that was a lot of fun. But I did go to Disneyland. For, there was, like, a grad night for junior high school. We went to Disneyland. Wow. That was fun. So my grad night mm-hmm. was at Disneyland. Yes. And there was a lot of kids dropping acid that night. Oh, Lord. I saw people coming out of Indiana Jones crying, talking about snakes were crawling around them. Oh. I was like, what is going on in this place? Oh, my gosh. It was, it was a, a strange trip. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a big Disneyland. Like, uh, the only time I go to Disneyland is with you. Mm-hmm. So, Grand Night, was, it was cool. I mean, it was cool to go to Disneyland at that time. But yes. It wasn't, like, super memorable or anything. Right. So it says that grad night, so our producer got some information, said grad night this year is at California Adventure, not Disneyland, and it's after the regular hours. They close that part of the park, um, so they will be closing California Adventure early that day, just in case you know wanted to know, Monica. Um, so maybe you can go on on Mother's Day too, and we could hook up out there. That'll be fun. There you go. Yeah. So if we're gonna go to California Adventure, we gotta do that early. Earlier in the day. Yep. Earlier in the day, and get out, get on out of there. Yes, yes, yes. So who who else remembers their grad night? Drop a comment in the section below and let us know um, what you did for your grad night. Because I mean, I'm still living in the '90s over here, enjoying it. And um, just wanted to keep taking that ride and hearing about how everybody had fun on their grad night. So um, getting back to this fun podcast, how do you like seeing the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts now? It's pretty cool. So I've had a couple of my friends send me text messages of our face on like their Tesla screen, right? That they're listening oh, to the podcast. Cool. So that's pretty cool. And then the kids are like, what are you guys doing on the radio? Like they, don't, they didn't get it, right? Yeah, so, they didn't know. They're not into podcast yet, so I was listening to it. Just listening back, seeing how we could be better. Right? right, of course. So I think it's pretty neat. I know, I love it. I love all the new graphics and stuff, yeah, because after our event on the weekend, Christine got in the car with us, and she was like, oh my goodness, so Christine is one of our best friends, and it was it happened to be on the podcast because Chris was listening to it, and she, she was pretty excited to see it too. I was like, how'd you get our face up there? So, well, Evelyn, our sister, is here with us, too. She said, hi, guys. All the way from hi, Texas. Hi, Lulu. We love you. I miss you so much. Can't wait to see her soon. Does she have any trips planned? Let us know in the comments. I know we're going to see you pretty soon in Hawaii. Yeah, That's going to be fun. It's great. So this past week was jam-packed. Uh, when is it not jam-packed, right? <laughs> it's always busy. But before we go over the week, we have to talk about our spring client appreciation event. And I I got to let you take the lead here because, look, I just showed up, you guys. Like, <laughs> this woman right here is amazing. Uh, she did all the planning um, with the party planner. So can you just talk about it a little bit, some of the prep work that you did? And then how did it churn out? Did it churn? Right. Did your Did your vision come to life? Yes, it absolutely did. I can't take credit for all of it. Um, I do have to give a shout out to... Alicia and company. Um, so Madi and Claudia, they are amazing at their company. They're our party planners. So I have to give them so much credit. Um, we hired them, you know, in the past I used to put everything on, on my own, but it became a little challenging because I didn't get a mingle with the clients. Right. So we have them there. Um, they help with the setup and they help come bring all the ideas to life of what we wanted. So we had some cool surprises there for our clients. You know, every year we have really yummy food from Brewery Jaconum. Shout out to Brewery Jaconum. Um, Caroline and Ben over there are amazing. If you haven't been, they're in downtown Newhall on Main Street. We hosted the event there and we had really yummy food. They have their own brewery there. Obviously, it's Brewery Jaconum. Really great drinks. Everyone had an amazing time. 
And we also had DJ Choice One. He's our really great friend. He comes to all of our events. So we had the 90s jams flowing. Like people were feeling it. They were having a great time dancing. And um, one of the little surprises that we had were these cool, oops, airbrush hats. Yes. Okay. So how many of you all used to go to Magic Mountain or whatever theme park? For me, it was Magic Mountain. They would have airbrush shirts, right? And these booths. And I always wanted one. And my parents always told me no. Ah. Oh my gosh. You got all kinds of stuff going on over there, girl. <laughs> you keep talking. I'm going to go help you out. You talk. You talk. I'm going to take care of it. Okay. So Corey's got a mess over there. So she's talking about these airbrush hats. Let me show you. So we got a couple silver realty hats done. Our guests got to leave with a hat personalized for them. Yes. And it was cool because I was walking by and I saw some, like people were having their nicknames on there. It was so right? good. Yes. Yeah. So I felt like we need to bring that back from the 90s. Like I never got my airbrush shirt like I wanted. So let's bring it back. Let's give people what they like, what was nostalgic for them. Then, I'm right? wondering, can you wash an airbrush shirt and will it stay you know, the same quality or is it just a one-time use? No, I think they spray some type of, um, I think the spray paint is actually permanent, so you should be fine. But these are hats, so I'm like, I'm not even going to worry about that. You're going to get your personalized hat. And people were loving it. It was one per couple, and luckily we had some extra ones, and people were able to take some home for their kids. Right. And what I loved about it is there, people had, like, their nicknames on there, and I got a lot of pictures from kids who were rocking their hats to school. I thought it was the cutest thing ever. So that was one of the surprises. We also had a photo booth there. And for those of you for back in the day, do you remember at the mall when you would go and take pictures with your friends, and you would stand back-to-back or they had like that mirror and you would put your head like this. And it was like kind of like a foggy, like dreamy look going on. I, st I still remember that picture <laughs> where you're you're sitting on the chair backwards and you got that little sexy pose. I was like, wow. Do you oh, remember that? Oh, whoa. <laughs> you got it. You gave it to me. Oh, my goodness. You gave me that picture. Oh, I need to bust that picture that's, out. <laughs> that's back when there was no social media. Yes. So when you wanted to brag about your girlfriend, you'd bring the picture out of your wallet and be like, look, this is my girlfriend. <laughs> So I used to brag funny. on you all the time, girl. Oh, my goodness. Well, yes. So y'all remember those pictures that you would do at the mall. You thought you were all cute and do your little poses and whatnot. So we had that for the photo booth with the, the big purple hearts in the background. So it was fun. I feel like we brought it back. There was amazing decorations. And, you know, it was just such a good time. And the fanny packs. The fanny you packs. You brought the fanny packs. We had the silver realty fanny packs. We had fanny packs there that were, per, you know, with silver realty on it. And everybody got a fanny pack. We have a few extra if anybody wants some. But you got to rock it. And yes. You got you to tag us on some posts so we could see that you're rocking it. Yes. Uh, I'm definitely going to start wearing mine to Disneyland <laughs> and to the gym. Yes. So I'm excited to have a fanny pack myself. For sure. And then we also had cute little keychains with Air Force Ones on them. So people could put that on their fanny pack or give to their kids, hang on their backpack or whatever. And then we had ama an amazing raffle, right? We had like cool stuff for your house, but the grand prize, Let's get right to the grand prize was amazing. And I love how Chris like built it up. Like, don't just give away this, this, um, amazing final grand prize without hyping it up. So did you, you want to talk about it? Well, you have to, right? <laughs> First of all, a grand prize all by itself is a couple gets to hang out with us for a night. Right, right. Hey, I'm, I'm just going to say it. We're a good time. <laughs> we so, are fun. <laughs> so they're gonna, we're going to hang out with this couple that won, mm -hmm. but at a comedy show, and who, who are we going to go see? We're going to go see Ali Wong for all of y'all who know about Ali. If you don't know about Ali Wong, you need to find out because she is hilarious. Just look her up. She's on, uh, she has a couple of Netflix specials. Yes. She has like a top 10 Netflix show right now called Beef. Yes. And um, I fell asleep last night because I was tired. Right. Uh, watching that. But I mean, it's it's pretty good. She's she's a nut in that in that show. She's so funny. She's she is a nut. Just to give, just to tell you what beef starts, how it starts. It's basically road rage. Yes. And then it just shows how people are insane. And you know, sure, it's a little far fetched, but you see people do crazy stuff with these road rage videos. Yes. So I mean, here's the thing: people, everyone's going through something, yes. right? Um, some people's issues are just a little more extreme and 
all it takes is one second for them to snap. So just be careful when you're out there driving. You don't want how's, no beef. How's, how's the song go? Which one? Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. For I, sure. I think there are a lot of people living on the edge. Right, right. So sometimes, you know, you got to diffuse situations. You know, yes. you see somebody right here upset. Just take it just down bring a it notch. Down. Bring just it down. Just take it down a notch. Don't try to match their their level. Well, let me reel you back in. Get back to this party okay. that we had so much fun on. <laughs> okay, okay. I know we got off on a so, little tangent about Ali Wong, but we had so much fun. It so was so much I fun. I had a lot of people saying they loved the themed party. Yes. We had people show up like it was almost like Halloween for them. Like we had a Britney Spears there. We had a Jesse Spano there. That's right. We had yes. a Jesse Spano. So good. And people. Who remembers Jesse Spano from course, Saved by the Bell? Saved by the Bell, right? And then we had everyone like dressed like with their flannels or like the bright colors. We had some overalls. Overalls. It wasn't just us. Other people right? were in overalls. People were rocking it. I loved it. And I what I loved about the theme party is it's almost like people take on a different persona, right? They kind of let loose a little and just have a good time. And I had quite a few people who said, please do a theme party every single time. Really? So I'm curious, what do you all think about theme parties? Do you like them? Do you not like them? Should our next event be a theme party? I mean, again? I feel like we can't turn back now. I feel like you have to do a theme party. Like, how am I going to top that party? But it there's was only so, much so fun. many themes. Like, what, what's, no, what's the next No, there's so theme? many themes. Give me one. Don't say 80s. No, no, not 80s. Like, Havana Nights. Oh, like, everyone okay. comes dressed up like Havana Nights. you got to know how to dance. Well, it, it's dress up, not dance up. Okay? <laughs> okay. Well, if we do that, I, I know you don't like smoke, but you you have a Havana Nights. You have, have to, to have, have a cigar, cigar guy. Roller. That's what I'm cigars. saying. I mean, and we're in California, so they might be putting some something different. Listen, the, we cannot endorse that. Let's let's just reel <laughs> it back in. I should not have suggested that that theme, but there are plenty of other themes out there that we could go with. Okay, so we'll visit it first off. We will put we'll make a post to see like a poll. Should we do theme parties? Yeah. And then once we get there, then we'll come up with some themes and see what people like. Well, why don't people just put some comments right now? Like, let us know. Hit us up because. I want some good ideas. I'm not saying it has to be Havana Nights, but there's so many things like Roaring Twenties. There could be so many fun themes. Okay. Yeah, see? See, you got to just think outside of the box. and It'll be a lot of fun. It doesn't have to be all timed like no, a, an no, era no, no. either. No. You know. But I don't want Hawaiian. You don't want to have like a furries night? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You are crazy. <laughs> what would that entail? I don't even know what that means. I, I just, but it's I, provocative. I, yeah, I just... Anyhow, I was just joking. You're so last week and and last night for that matter right. was, was just a huge week for sports. Right. right. It's like a great time of year. So right now we had we we had the NFL draft. Yes. There was 54 million people that watched the draft. Oh my goodness. It's over a three-day span. Uh-huh. Uh, two days this year. It, it used to be three, but they did it in two days. Um, and for somebody like me that's a Raider fan, that my team's terrible every year. It's like our Super Bowl. So, like, this is, this is, you know, oh, we're going to be better this year because they drafted this player. So, that was a big deal for me. I, I was trying to soak up all the content I can at being a lifelong Raider fan. Um, and the Lakers are in the playoffs. It's a big deal. They weren't in the playoffs last year. Right. Okay. Um, the Lakers haven't been great since the early 2000s, right, when they had Shaq and Kobe. I'm excited for the Lakers. And – we're actually watching games again, right? Like yes. I've, I've watched more games this season since LeBron's been on the Lakers than any other season. Mm. And let me, so Dylan Brooks, let's go to, back to the Memphis series because Dylan Brooks was talking all kinds of trash. He's an enforcer on, on Memphis. And he was saying he doesn't respect anybody that doesn't drop 40 on him, right? right? Well, guess what? The Lakers played him in game six. They closed him out and beat the team by 40 points. That's yeah. a closeout. They destroyed that team. That they guy gave was him so what he asked for. <laughs> that guy was so embarrassed. He wasn't even at the press conference. He just went home. He said bye. <laughs> and now he's a free agent. And everybody's saying that uh, that Memphis doesn't even want him back because he he talks to trash, but he can't back it up. So that sometimes people just need to stay quiet. Sometimes they do. So <laughs> that series is over. Right. Moving on. Um, the, the defending champions, the Golden State Warriors. They beat Sacramento in a seven-game series. Mm -hmm. 
and they opened up a new series with the Lakers last night, right? What an exciting game. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, you know, Golden State, they looked like they were going to beat the Lakers. They hit so many three-pointers. Mm -hmm. I mean, from everywhere. They were just on fire. I think we shot, like, really terrible, like 24% from the, from the three-point line. But we ended up winning by, like, six points at Yay. the end. In Golden State. So, you know, because I'm tired of seeing all these little Golden State fans walking around <laughs> everywhere. They've won a championship four times in the last 10 years. So you're going to get new fans, right? Nice. But there's, I, I see almost as many Golden State kid fans as I do Laker fans. Well, it's, their, it's what they're being brought up on. Right? That's who's winning. That's so who's that's winning. who they're cheering for. Exactly. So, so anyhow, it's, it's nice that the Lakers won. I think they're going to win the series. Most of the sports broadcasters are picking Golden State in seven games. Really? Um, I mean, the majority. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, I'm obviously just curious I'm to biased. see all the Laker like bandwagon fans that like come out of the woodworks, you know? I don't know. I don't know if we're going to have a lot of bandwagon fans because LA's has always been a Lakers town. Right. It's a Lakers town, it's a Dodgers town. Being a Clipper fan, an Angels fan, it's just because those people want to be different. <laughs> like they, they can't really like those teams. Oh my goodness. You're so <laughs> terrible. He just likes to trash talk. That's all. So catching up with the Silvas, uh, this past week, Santino had his second grade field trip to the Natural History Museum and I got selected. I was super excited to be one of the chaperones there. And it is so stressful. Like I was really excited to go with him on this trip. But wow, I felt like I needed a nap and two big things of coffee after that trip because we had 27 kids in his class that went and there were so many classes and different schools there. It was chaos in that museum. You had to just keep counting these kids' heads so no one would get lost. And it's a big deal. Like, luckily, there were some other parents that happened to show up to see their kids there that kind of walked around with us. But we were we were on it counting these kids heads nonstop. And yeah, I was I was a little overwhelmed at first, but we got through it. It was fun. And I wasn't one of those helicopter moms on the bus on the way over there. You know, sometimes when the chaperones go, they want to sit right next to their kid. Sure. No, I, I sat far away, let him do his thing with his friends. They had fun. So how was it to see Santino in his element? Right. Because I wish I could just be a fly on the wall in his classroom. Mm -hmm. Um, on the playground, just to see him around his friends without him knowing I'm there. Right. I would love to do that. He has so much fun. They were being very respectful and paying attention and standing in line, but he got to team up with a buddy, right? Each one of them, they had a, like a buddy system. So um, it happened to be one of his best friends, Mason. So they were together. They had a good time. And I wasn't one of those uh, parents who was like in his face the whole time, like, let me take a picture of you here, pose there. I think I may have got one or two. Yeah, you didn't get enough pictures, but I, girl. I took so many videos of him <laughs> in his element so you could feel like you were there. Did you want me to be one of those crazy moms who was like, Yeah, I want to see all those. I want to feel like I was there. I took so many videos. You didn't feel like you no, were there. I'm just kidding. I'm giving you a hard time. Dude, I'm like, it I don't want to be that one. So, did they have those those big dinosaur puppets there? There was no dinosaur puppets, but they had all the. You no, know, like the animatronics. Like sometimes they have the ones that move. No, they didn't they have any did of that. They did not stuff. have that. No. Well, what do I know? I've been to the museum like one time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we took him when he was like three years old, right? Yes. No, they have all of the fossils out and Were they, they have them like put to Oh yes, these kids, they loved it. And Santino didn't even remember going the first time. So it was like he experienced it the first time with his friends. So it was cool. They had this one hands-on area that was kind of blocked off so the kids could just roam free. And they had rats in there, some insects. Um live it, rats? Yeah, it was pretty cool. And they had snakes in there and it was really neat. And a bullfrog. They were super excited about the bullfrog. But, it, you know, it's fun going on those trips, but these kids really only had like an hour or two to get to experience the museum. So we definitely have to go back. So going on that long bus ride, because, you know, nowadays I don't think kids ride the bus as much, right? Right. Did anybody get car sick or like motion sickness? I did not realize how many kids get car sick. And that bus, <laughs> it was a long ride down there. It was almost like a Hour and a half, two hour drive because we're stuck in traffic going down to L.A. 
And some of these kids were getting car sick. I felt so bad for them. So as the chaperone, we had to keep getting up and making sure they were okay. And luckily, one of the other chaperones, um, Mr. Cochran, he was there and he came prepared because I guess he gets car sick too. He had this little band on that helps with car sickness or any type of motion sickness. And I guess it pulsates on your wrist and it helps calm you down. So he was giving it to the kids like 15 minutes at a time to make sure they're okay. But yeah, there was kids. I've I think never I'm gonna, heard of They're that like, before. I think I'm going to throw up. I'm like, oh my gosh. Even the teacher said in all my years that I've gone, I've never had anyone get car sick on the bus. But there was like four kids who were legit. Were you guys prepared sick. with like the paper bags? No, but actually one of the moms, the chaperones on the other bus, got car sick. The moms? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nicole, the crossing guard. When she I saw did? her, she said, oh, I feel terrible. I just barfed in the bus. <laughs> That's disgusting. She looked really bad. She like her whole face was white. I felt so bad for her. That's disgusting. Do you remember, and this is just a really quick tangent, when we went on a helicopter ride in Hawaii. Oh, and how could I forget? First of all, that thing's super expensive to go yes. on there. And we were kids, so it was like a lot of money for us. Yes. And the person that, you know, you just they just fill up a helicopter. So there's like right. six seats, I think. Mm-hmm. And then one of the people that went got a helicopter sick or helicopter motion sick, I guess, sickness. motion sickness and threw up while we were in the helicopter. Cool. It ruined our ride. All you could smell was a throw up the it whole time. It was so disgusting. Look at these beautiful waterfalls. Blech. I'm like, and you just, just hear get me out of this air, uh, out of this helicopter right now. And the, I don't even want to be on that it lady anymore. was heaving in there. It was, it was so bad. You could hear it. And it's so <laughs> loud on the helicopter. Like you could still hear her heaving. It was awful. I was hoping I didn't get any splatter on me. Listen, so the, the moral of the story is if you're ever going to go on a helicopter ride, make sure it's with people that you know that are not going to have motion sickness. Yeah, I don't see that happening. <laughs> don't uh, don't leave it to chance that you're going to end up on it with someone you don't know who's going to be vomiting the whole Because I think time. some people have never been on a ride. So when they go, they don't even know they're going to get sickness yeah, until they're on there. that's true. They don't know they're scared of heights. They don't know. You know what I mean? They've never been in a helicopter ride. So Yes. Oh, anyhow, my goodness. Maybe one day. We'll just get a helicopter for ourselves. Oh, okay. We'll go. It'll be a good time. <laughs> that would be fun. So um, I have a question for you all. Does your gardener actually do the work they say they're going to do? Do you have a gardener? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what Corey's talking about, what she's trying to get to is, you know, we are doing property management. Right. And, you know, we've, we took over these properties in December. Mm-hmm. We wanted to take them over in January because December was a little crazy. And, you know, we're paying this gardener every single month, right, for these properties. And it's a gardener that they've chosen, that they've had for a long time. Right. And so everything was supposed to just be seamless and move over. And so we've been paying him. And Chris went to just go check on some stuff and take care of something else totally unrelated. And we found a big surprise. So I I made a post uh, about a week ago. And it's uh, the song, Welcome to the Jungle, because that's <laughs> what it looks like. You are just a singing fool today. I love it. Oh, uh, Because we've been, we, we're on that American Idol tip, but that's another story. <laughs> so anyhow, it was like a jungle in the back. So these properties are humongous, right? right? There's a lot of open space in the back and they're just not doing anything. I'm like, what are we paying this person to do? Nothing was done on the whole property. The front wasn't done. The wow. back wasn't done. And this guy has the nerve to send us a $200 invoice. I'm like- He's just collecting a check. These he's are, just he's just used to the pre the owner just sending him money. Yes, yes. That is so horrible that people just like to take advantage of situations. It's it's really rough. And and you know, I actually had the question today while I was at jujitsu of somebody has they're gonna be renting their parents' house out mm-hmm. and they wanted, you know, friend to friend advice, should they hire a property management company? And the answer is like astoundingly yes. yes. You don't want to deal with those headaches. It's it's Huge headaches. I mean, I'm dealing with these huge headaches. You're dealing with these huge headaches. People are just, um, it's not that simple. There's no, there's not a lot of common sense in the world. Right. There's a lot of people just trying to get one over on you. Right. And that's what we've been dealing with with some of these, uh, you know, like a, the gardener or um, the, some of these tenants too. Some of these tenants, you. like just living for free. Oh my goodness. Well, Olga's here with us today. Hi, Hi Olga. Olga. I missed you this past weekend. I really wanted to go to the birthday party, but we didn't end up making it. I was too tired from the event. But I'm so glad you're here with us today. And it looks like you had a wonderful party for your granddaughter. Um, It says that our gardener goes above and beyond. 
Well, Olga, we need to get your gardener's contact information because we need to change things over there. Right. So I, I ended up, uh, I didn't tell you this, but we had, actually do have a new gardener. Oh, already. Okay, perfect. So I got a new gardener. Um, I'm working on cleaning up the mess that the previous gardener set up. So wow. we're, we're making our way about, the, uh, you know, getting through these properties um, and finding the right people for the job. Yes, 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 yes. So um, speaking of, you know, taking time out for yourself. So this past weekend, you know, we had our event and a lot of the time we have things just stacked, 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 and we just go. But sometimes you just have to honor your body, listen to your body and say, okay, I am really tired. I need to take a little bit of a break. And as much as we don't like to miss things, I just had to, because there was so much more work to be done at, in the house to be back on time and taking a time out. We wouldn't have been any fun. Um, Cause we were exhausted. Right. You know, uh, I think I had to work that day too. Yes. So sometimes you just have to, you right. know, you just can't, you can't put yourself in a situation even be behind the wheel of a car. When you're that tired. When you're that tired. Right. So I was like, you need to stay home, girl. Um, <laughs> you know, and then taking some time out. Like today, I did not go to the elite meeting, which right. I do every single Wednesday before the show because I needed some time to myself. So I ended up going to jujitsu today. Right. Um, who else? Like, that's what they do for themselves. They get, get beat up by like four different people. But anyhow, I had a good time. Did you beat anyone else up? Not today. Oh. <laughs> Not today. You got beat down. I got beat down. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm trying to learn how to fight on the ground, uh -huh. um, which is really difficult for me anyway. So as I'm putting myself in those positions, I'm getting my butt kicked. But that's the only way I'm going to get better. Right. You have to just so keep going and learning. I'm going to get my butt kicked uh, mode right now. Absolutely. Well, it looks like we have Violet here with us today. Hey, Violet. We missed you on the weekend. Where were you? You were supposed to be at that party having fun with us. I know Violet loves the 90s, so she totally would have been in her element. But I'm thinking it's probably because her kids have a lot of events and They're activities going on. They so were probably doing some softball stuff. I think that's why... Um, but we definitely missed you. So hopefully you'll make it to the next she one. She missed all those Mariah songs. I know, girl. She's the biggest Mariah fan. <laughs> uh, Johnny has work and she did sad faces. Well, you could have still came. I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think we're probably going to be seeing you soon. So um, excited about that. And she said games on games. So yes, her her daughter plays softball. Daughters. Daughters. They, they both, both play. are playing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they're super busy. So, yeah, we so, know how that is. She's busy. It's okay. You got the pass. So, it's so funny because our spring event also falls in the same weekend. There's always – um we miss a couple people that aren't able to come because it's always like the um, Teacher of the Year Award that oh, same night. Oh, I didn't realize that. It is. So, that's why, like – I have to double check when I book next year to that's make why, sure. um, Sal can never make it, the mm -hmm. principal from Golden Valley. And then you also, this is the second year in a row that it falls on Teacher Appreciation Week, the day, right. the week before. And you're the room mom for both kids. Yes. So you're responsible to do these doors, right? Yes, Decorating these doors. Yes, I was super busy. Super busy. I don't know why I did that. And also it was a lot of the kids' proms this past weekend. So some of the parents who came to the event were getting ready for the next day. It was their their kids' their senior kids prom. prom. So, yeah, it was a busy weekend. Man. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, it, it, there was a lot, a lot going on. Yeah. So getting back to these properties that we're managing, um, I just want to know, when did flooring become so expensive? Everything's expensive. <laughs> Everything is, is expensive. You know, I'm getting prices on flooring, on paint, because we have to turn these units. Right. Right. And it's just so expensive. Like for a small little 400 square foot unit, you know, it's like $6,000 to turn it. You know? Wow. And that's. You know, it's a pretty penny, especially when, you know, you have months of people not paying rent. Not paying rent. Right? Trying to so we're doing our best to, to help out our, our landlord um, to, to make the best decisions with their money. For sure. For sure. So um, Chris has always tried to give back, but lately he's been stepping up his philanthropy. Do you want to tell us about what you've been up to? Um, just quickly. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Uh, for people that don't don't know, I recently joined the board of uh, Bridge to Home, mm -hmm. which is which is a upcoming homeless shelter here in Santa Clarita. They currently have a temporary homeless shelter, mm -hmm. but um, we're working on building like this magnificent building that's going to house forty men 
20 women and eight families. Awesome. And that is specific because I know you asked a question before. That is because of the statistics of people that are on the streets. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering why. Why more men than women. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you for finding out for me. That's that's what that's about. But what's different is eight apartments for families because a lot of the families get get split up mm-hmm. because you can't have men and women in the same area for for protection of the women. For sure. And the kids, right? So that's huge. Um, so anyhow, there was a home and garden event mm-hmm. uh, put on by KHTS, which is our local radio station. And it was at Central Park. And Bridge to Home had a booth to raise awareness and for some donations, right? For sure. So I was there. Um, I can't remember what day. It was Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> Sunday you went. Same weekend of all the stuff we have going on. <laughs> a lot of stuff. A lot on. of stuff. Same weekend of our event. So I was there. Um, was able to meet some really good people. Some guy, Tyson, who works there. He's like a therapist there. Mm-hmm. And then I met Gladys, which I don't know if she's an employee or a volunteer, but she's definitely extremely involved with Bridge to Home. Right. So we're just sitting there. We're talking to people as they're coming by the event. And we're saying, hey, have you heard of, you know, uh, Bridge to Home? Let me just tell you a little bit about it. We're not selling them anything. We're just right. raising awareness, right? I would, wanna, I would want to know all about this. Had I not known from you, maybe I would learn about it. Home and Garden. It's a perfect place it's to hear about it. It's a perfect place to hear about it, right? Yes. Um, well, the one mistake I made was having my Silver Realty polo shirt on. And the only reason I say that is there was a full-blown Karen <laughs> uh, that a moment that happened oh at boy. our booth. Oh boy. And the only reason I didn't bring out my phone and record it, because this lady, I'm going to tell you about her, was because um, I just didn't want to deal with the headache of this lady like looking up Silver Realty and then just hating on us, right? right because people, people are nuts. And because we saw that beef show and you know people will go to some extremes, <laughs> right? So yes. this lady, we're just, we're not like bugging people. We're just saying hello. And if they, if they're You're coming. just being pleasant, pleasant enjoying the weather. Right? We're not trying to sell nothing. So we weren't in, in nobody's face. We're just hanging out. Well, this lady comes way out of our way, out of her way to come to our booth. And she's like, oh, I'm like, have you heard of Bridge Dome? I know what you guys are. We don't want you in this town. Oh, She's like, we don't, we don't want you people here. Oh, you people. So, oh wow, yeah, it, oh, it, it was, yeah, <laughs> it was intense. So then Tyson, I was like, well, you know, he's been working there. He knows, he knows how to, how to deal with this, right? Escalate situations. And he's, you know, he's like a, he's a, a therapist, right? Like, so he knows how to deal with crazies, right? <laughs> so he's trying to talk to her rationally, right? Right. And he was like, she's like, they just need to grab all these people and, and uh, put them on a bus and get them out of Santa Clarita, right? Whoa. Okay. So I think he said something along the lines of, well, you know, the problem is here. We're trying to help keep the people off the streets by, by having this, you know? Right. And she's like, I'm a taxpayer. I shouldn't have to uh, pay for these people for a place for them to live. And um, it's, they didn't, you know, I don't do drugs. I don't, I don't drink. I'm not talking to, to voices in my head. Whoa. So she's like, so she thinks that some people choose to be mentally ill. Wow. Right. So you would think, listen, it doesn't matter where you are. There's going to be homeless people. Right. There's going to be mentally ill people. Right. And doesn't it make more sense to get them off the streets and get them the help that they need than to have them on the streets? Right. Now, talking to Tyson and talking to Gladys, most of the people that are coming through Bridge to Home, they're not mentally ill. They've just fallen on hard times. These are people that fallen on hard. He's like, we have people that have jobs that are saving their money because mm-hmm. it's a temporary place to live. Right. It's not It's not a full-time forever. They fall on hard times. The rents are outrageous out here. Yes. And they're saving their money so they can get back into the, into the you know, society, right? Right. And that's what Bridge to Home is. Yeah, it's they're a bridge tr- to get you back in the home and get you on your feet. That's it. You know? So I think people like that, Karen... <laughs> Just need to take a second and get out of their own way and just mute themselves and listen. And I think a lot of people don't do that. They just have already formed this opinion. They're so angry. Usually it's because it's something within themselves and they're projecting it on everybody else. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. And, you know, when you're quick to throw out the you people, 
I'm sure she probably doesn't like brown people neither. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of people she doesn't like, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, it My is what it is. My whole thing is, is people are people. That's people are people. And you're going to treat someone that terrible because of your opinion that you've already formed about them. You don't even know anything about their situation. Don't know anything about them. So, um, and that's, that's what Tyson was trying to get across was like, hey, these are just people, mm -hmm. you know, and, and they're humans. Mm -hmm. They're your fellow humans, right? So, and that's what he was trying to put across. And he's a vet mm -hmm. and, and um, he had like a super high paying job. I was talking to him mm -hmm. and he just, so I can't deal with this anymore. I'm only here for so long. He wants to help. I want to do something that makes me feel like. He's it, making an impact. It gives me that energy people. to wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. So he's that's what he's doing now. And um, he's doing great at it. So well, anyhow. Thankful for people like that. Super know? thankful for people yes. like that. So switching things up to real estate. Um, so Chris has been working with a buyer from out of state um, with purchasing her home here in SCV. And he's been viewing homes and doing it all via FaceTime and recorded showings for her, correct? So now recorded showings. Uh, the, this last house, there it, there wasn't a chance to do a FaceTime because it's up in the hills. You don't have the best, yes. you don't have the best um, reception. But you know, what I was telling the agent, because that's, people don't know like all the stuff that goes into that. Some right. agents don't feel comfortable. You filming. Feel, well, some sellers don't feel comfortable comfortable with you, with me filming, but also some agents don't feel comfortable with taking an offer from somebody that hasn't physically seen the home. Right. Right. But it's not feasible for an out-of-state buyer to come view every house. Right. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. Right. Especially because they're going so quickly. There's multiple offers on them. Right. It's not like she's going to be here on the drop of a dime. Right. And then I reassured the agent that we, one, we've been doing this a long time. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, we wouldn't take on a buyer if we didn't think they were serious. Right. Right. And, and they were, and, we knew we were going to get them in the house. And I was just telling them, like, we used to, we've worked with a lot of veterans before mm -hmm. that are coming from out of state. Yes. That have never seen a house. And the first time they see it is when we give them the keys. Yes. It's happened in person. quite often. It's yeah. happened plenty. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely possible. You just have to have the right team together. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm really excited. We've identified a house. We're just trying to get some stuff right with the loan and I'm hoping to get them in. Yay. That so would be awesome. We'll see. We're working on it. Awesome. So bridge loans. I know you know quite a bit about bridge loans, and I'm sure some type some people would be interested in hearing about it. Did you want to talk a little bit about what a bridge loan is? I'm just going to touch briefly on it. Okay. okay? So if you want more information on this, we will point you in the right direction. Augusta Financial, Mike Mina, they specialize in bridge loans. Out of any of the other lenders, that's who specializes in bridge loans. But what it is, is right now the market's so competitive, mm -hmm. nobody wants to take a contingent offer. What does that mean? It means when you're selling your house to buy another house, that offers contingent on you selling your house and that deal closing. Right. That's a big uh, chance that that other seller is taking on you. Because right. not only are they betting on you, they have to bet on the buyer of your home. Which could be really scary. It could be really scary. If, if I had to choose between that and someone who's either all cash or just non-contingent, I mean, the kind when you're weighing it, there's you're way the less. Offer there's every way time. less risk. So every time you're there's a way it. around it, though, right? With the bridge loan, the way around it is the bridge loan. So they're able to secure financing for you to buy the new home before you sell the old home, which is awesome, right? And gives you an advantage. That loan is called the bridge loan, and I want to say the fees for that are like four grand. Okay, that's, that's not nothing. too bad. That's nothing, mm -hmm. especially in the grand scheme of things of buying a house. And, right. You're not going to miss out on your dream house over $4,000. And the stress that you're not going to have to endure, it's priceless. So um, I'm a big proponent of the bridge loan, mm -hmm. if especially in this market. Right. It's not always the, the best loan, but in right. this market, it's a great loan to have, especially when you're contingent. You got to go that route. Yes, for sure. Well, um, Chris went to the elite event yesterday. It was called Who You Know Matters. Ain't that and the truth? Yes, it's so true. So um, I got to see a little bit about it. And you told me about um, how great it was because you had a bunch of speakers there, right? And you got to network with other great agents in the community. Um, there was a key nugget, which I thought that was so cool. I had never heard about before was the reverse 1031 exchange. Do you want to talk yes. about that? So we've been to, I've been to so many events mm -hmm. in our career, right? right? Sales events and 
you might go to an event for four hours and you might pick up one nugget, mm-hmm. but that nugget could be so valuable, right. right? And I think that this that's what this is, the reverse mortgage. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea about this. Not the reverse mortgage. I mean, I'm sorry. The reverse, the reverse 1031, 1031 exchange. exchange. I'm yes. sorry. The reverse 1031 exchange. So for people that uh, want to know what a 1031 exchange is, mm-hmm. it's basically when you have an investment property, you've already, let's say, tapped out all of the tax deductions from that property, right? Mm-hmm. And when you go to sell it, you're going to pay a lot of money in taxes. Right, because right? the value has appreciated so much over The value is appreciated. On top of that, you've been um, taking away tax deductions. Right. right, so you have to do something with the depreciation as well. Yeah, all that depreciation goes back into the value and is part of your taxes when you go to That's sell so it. That's so crazy. It's insane. Yes. So what people do is they do a 1031 mm-hmm. where they have to sell that property and then identify the new property within 180 days. Mm-hmm. It can be really stressful. And in this kind of market, it's tough to do. Absolutely, because these properties are going so quick and it's really challenging to get your offer accepted. It's extremely, extremely challenging. So with the with the reverse 1031 exchange, it's kind of like a bridge loan because mm. you can go buy this new property, mm-hmm. right? I de- you could get the property ahead of time. So now instead of jumping that 180 days, you go buy the property that you're, you were looking for to, to replace the one that you're going to sell. Mm-hmm. You secure that first. Oh, I love this. And then you go back. Now you, it, it's reversed. You have 180 days to sell your property. Well, we're in a seller's market. You're going to sell the property. For sure. So it's just more tools to help our clients. Mm-hmm. Super excited about it. There's not too many people doing 1031s here. Mm-hmm. Most of them are doing them out of state. But if you want to do them here, we can help you. And if you're doing it out of state, we can hook you up with the right 1031 exchange company mm-hmm. to help you with that move. I love that because pretty soon... I know I wanted to get rid of that Texas property, but that might be around the corner. <laughs> find yeah, we, something else. We Find something else. We can find something else first. Yes, for sure. So we have a new listing alert coming up. We have two new listings coming up, which we're super excited about. One of them is in Canoga Park. It's a townhome. And I'm just wondering, did you take this listing just so you could be close to the new Portos? It was part of the reason why I <laughs> took it. Uh, I'm just kidding. So it's not too far from Porto's. It is on the corner of Strathern and Topanga, Uh kind of on the corner. It's on the west side of Topanga. So I initially thought it was West Hills Mm -hmm. because it's right on the border of like West Hills, Chatsworth, and Canoga Park. Park. Mm -hmm. But it falls on the Canoga Park side. Um, Anyhow, if anybody knows that area on Topanga, like going up towards Burbank and then Ventura and all that, that Topanga Village... Man, the city has put hundreds of millions of dollars into that whole area. So nice. Yeah, so it's so nice. There's so much investment happening there. This is adjacent to that. Mm-hmm. You're th- less than five minutes away from the Topanga Village. So um, anybody that's looking for a place, either an investment or um, a first-time like home buyer, it's the price range for you. So it's a three-bedroom, three-bathroom, 2,032 square feet. That's, that's big. That's a big place, yes. right? Yes. For $640,000, I think we're going to sell that so quick. I it's- know we are. I Because, you know, we've just been doing some pre-marketing for it on our social media. And I've already had two or three people reach out to me who are interested. So if you're interested, we could get you in right away. It's moving ready, too. So they've painted the whole place. It's new flooring. Mm-hmm. Um, kitchen is is granite countertops, you know, like standard. Somebody might want to paint in there. Mm-hmm. But it looks great. It's it moving looks great. Ready. It looks it's like they redid go. the bathrooms. The master bathroom's completely redone. And the flooring looks great. There's vaulted ceilings, lots of natural light. So vaulted ceilings downstairs and in the master bedroom. Wow. And wow. It, yeah, it's beautiful in there. So um, it's going to move quick. We'll be there Saturday and Sunday. I'm not sure the time yet. Mm-hmm. I think Sunday I'll be there from like 1 to 4. Okay. And then Saturday maybe 10 to 1, but I haven't – I haven't. I, what I like to do a little – little trick. I'm going to share one of these little tips that I do. (laughs) So as an agent, you know, I don't just set my open house on my schedule. Mm -hmm. I would like to. You have to do it when people are actually going to show up. When people are going to show up. What's the point of holding an open house if people won't come? Exactly. So what I like to do is, even if I don't know the agents, because I'm not going to know everybody in Canoga Park, I like to check the area, Mm -hmm. see what other listings are there. I call the agents and say, hey, I'm going to be having an open house on Saturday and Sunday. Do you plan on having one? If so, what time? When we collaborate, then we get cross traffic. Yes. And it helps everybody out. Right. So that's what I'll be doing. It's all about community and working together. Just go that little extra step, right? I it's mean, not tough. 
just the basic steps good. And then when you take it that extra step, mm, just love it. Just love it. So <laughs> our other listen that's coming out, we're actually shooting pictures and video on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a co-listing. Okay. I'll talk about that another time, mm-hmm. but I'm not taking the lead on it. I'm one of the agents on it. Right. So it's an out of area agent I've never worked with before from like uh, Long Beach. Okay. Um, we're both representing one of the sellers. Okay. Right. So it's her people going in there, which is fine. Um, this one's in Silmar. It's tri-level. Mm-hmm. So it's, the bill's like 2017. It's 1,920 square feet, five bedroom, four bathroom. Wow. It's it's going to go to. Mm-hmm. And again, we're like 650 price point. That's great. It's right by the freeway. It's brand new. You have full bedroom, bathroom downstairs on the same level as the garage. Then you go up some stairs. You have the whole living space, which is like a huge open living room, a kitchen that opens up into the living room. And then on the top third floor, you have four more bedrooms and, and three more bathrooms. Amazing. It's beautiful. It's going to go really quick. That's 650 ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll talk about our, our, our other listing in Valencia. We pushed that off. Okay. Because of Cinco de Mayo this weekend. Yes. And then we have Mother's Day the following weekend. So we're going to come out the week after Mother's Day. Okay, perfect. Ooh, I can't wait to hear Which about Which is great because if not, I was going to have to have help holding all these open mm-hmm. houses. I'd love to be there myself. Can you give us a, a sneak peek? It's in Valencia. It's a townhome or a condo? It's a townhome. Okay. So the difference being a townhome actually has attached garage. Right. Condos don't. Right. Right. So it's a two bedroom, two bathroom. So you park in your garage, you walk in the door, you have to go right up some stairs. Okay. The whole living area is on one floor. Mm-hmm. Kitchen, um, living room, balcony are all uh, as soon as you walk in. Beautiful, wide open space. A lot of light there. Um, it's in the West Creek area. Okay. So it's off Cottage Circle. So there's, you could walk to Valencia High. Elementary school is really close, but you could walk to elementary school too, really. Um, there's a lot of paths for bike, you know, for biking, running, two community pools, the Paseo system there. Yes. It's a great, great location. Clients actually love that place. They bought it last year, Mm -hmm. but job reload. Okay. So that's, that's why they're selling so quick, but, um, they love the place. I think that's going to move fast as well but two bedroom two bathroom 1352 square feet that's a big two bedroom you guys yes most two bedrooms are like 900 square feet so it's a really big two bedroom um master bedroom has its own bath and then the other bedroom has a hallway bath Mm -hmm. washer dryer also on the top floor that's huge right yes every time i look at a house if the if the laundry room is downstairs i'm like nope don't want the house don't want the house and yeah so that one's going to be coming out in a couple weeks 625 mm-hmm. come on 625 to be in prime That's valencia awesome. you could so watch good. you could walk to bridgeport yes so nice go see the ducks and <laughs> have some sushi there or go to cpk i mean it's marston's it's all right there yes it's so nice cool what well, i can't wait for that one to come out a couple more weeks so you know hang in there but if you want more information, always reach out to us. We can get that for you. And then looking ahead to next week, we have a another jam-packed week. Of course, it's Cinco de Mayo, which I don't celebrate it. I mean, do you? No. And me- <laughs> Mexicans don't celebrate it. Let's just, I feel like it's an it excuse for people to go to bars and have a good time. It's an, Amer- it's an American Mexican holiday <laughs> to sell liquor and Vegas. I guess so. So, and then this weekend, Chris will be busy holding open houses on Saturday and Sunday in Canoga Park. So if you happen to be in the area, look for our signs and come by and say hello. He'll probably be there with treats. You could get some treats while you're out looking around. Being that it's Cinco de Mayo, I mean, it's, see, the thing is I'm probably going to hold it in the morning. The the next one I'll probably hold from one to four. Mm-hmm. Got to have some tacos, right? Well, Cinco de Mayo is on Friday, so it'll already Friday. be over. So don't even worry about it. Just maybe get some, some donuts. Maybe some Del Taco. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you you want to keep those bathrooms safe. Don't do that. You know, I, we've had like <laughs> uh, catering at our events. Uh-huh. And for regular open houses, the food just goes to waste. It does. So like it's better to do like donuts or pizza or something like that. Something, something that, simple. Something simple that people actually eat. Or just get some portos. Pan dulce. Ooh, that's there a great idea, Olga. Thank Olga's, you. Olga's speaking my language. I want some pan. But I gotta, I gotta give him the pan dulce on the way out because those things are messy. They're gonna have crumbs all over my house. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you can eat it just on the way out, okay? On the way out. Because I'm not trying to be your parent and clean up after you. It just made me think we gotta fill up the the treasure chest. Yes. So I don't know who else does this, but I I love doing this. Uh, we do this together. 
So we have a treasure chest that we have at our open houses, and we let the kids come and get a toy. On the way out, yep. No, on Actually, it, no, on the way in. in. It's as in long there. as they don't open the bubbles. Well, I don't let them do bubbles. on the. I don't even give it to them until they step out. If they okay. want the bubbles, they got to take those on the way out. Um, but I like to do that because it keeps them busy. They're playing with a new toy. Yes. And now their parents get to look at the property without their kid pulling on them to go home. Yes. So it always works out. Everybody's happy. So. And we have a new treasure chest, um, thankfully, from Mrs. Johnson. Thank you, Mrs. Johnson, for donating a treasure chest to us. It's like a legit one. It's Before legit. you just like open it and now this one, the kids want to paint it and put jewels and everything on it. So it's going to be lots of fun. Well, Brian is here with us. Hey, Brian. Thanks for joining us. Portos potato and balls. And he said Portos potato balls. Duh. Yeah. What are Why you thinking? Why did I think of that? Thanks, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem with that is I might eat all of them. But that's a great idea. Just get two dozen. You'll be good. You'll be straight. Oh, my gosh. That's a, an amazing idea. Done. <laughs> done and done. And then Olga said, ha, she's laughing. She's laughing about giving the people the food on the way out, I think, so they don't so leave I was talking about everywhere. bringing I was talking about bringing Portos home on Sunday, and you said no because what do you do on Mondays? Well, yeah, you can't mess up my routine, not, not my fitness journey. I told him, please do not bring Portos home to me on Sunday because I have to work out at 5 a.m. on Monday. And what was your response? I don't know what I say. He said, I'll just bring it Saturday instead. <laughs> Give you a day to burn it off. I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you say no to Portos when it's sitting there staring you in the face? And the kids love it too. Of course they do. Like, don't I, give me those guava and cheese pastries. They're so good. They are so good. They're mm -hmm. my favorite. They're my favorite. Like, they are my favorite too. Everybody always jokes around in Santa Clarita whenever something shuts down and they're going to be bringing something new. Everybody asks for a Portos. And yes, that sounds lovely and divine, but I'm kind of happy that they're not bringing it here because I would probably be at Portos every other day. And that would be my problem. I could see that. Yes. I could totally see that. We'd always fall on Portos. Yeah. That'd I mean, be the go-to. We do in and out like once a week because the kids love it. Yes. Well, I, oh, I do yesterday not. was the first day ever <laughs> that we got in and out and we didn't get anything. It we was did. just for the kids. We ate no in and out. That's Almost. a huge step in the right direction. I was direction. so proud of myself. But the only reason I didn't eat in and out is because I had a big old carne asada burrito <laughs> at a food truck. <laughs> Like an hour before. <laughs> so, I ate leftovers. Oh my God, so, this. <laughs> so I would have had it out. I wasn't being good. I was just full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. It's hard. You know, when you're, when you're accustomed to eating these foods that are fast foods that are yummy and they're like your little treat food, it's hard to cut it out. But for me, when I'm working out, all I think about is how much harder that workout's going to be after I stuff my face with like some extra carbs. Like, is this really going to be worth it? Nah, I'm just going to leave it right there. I don't need that. I do the same thing with the the day the nights before I do jujitsu in the morning because mm -hmm. I I can't have something heavy the night before. Right. You know. You, you don't want to be having gas when you're rolling with someone, huh? You know what? So far? <laughs> I've never had that problem ever. Well, that's good. No, but I I, do you remember when we used to do that one yoga class and the lady would just like let it go every single time? All the time. She had no shame. <laughs> Clappers. <laughs> and they were long and yeah. Oh my gosh. Like it wasn't e like the first time people would giggle and then everyone was just like, oh, there goes Sally again. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of long, long uh, lines mm -hmm. at Portos, going back to Portos real quick. Can you believe our producer lives by Portos and he's never been there once? He's been there for like three, four years. And he's lived out there. He's missing out. I just know what he's missing. I know. Not once? That's no. crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. So the big question, do you think the kids will try beef this week? Because they tried chicken last week. I don't know. Well, Santino did say, can we try cow? Didn't he ask you that? Can we try cow? Yeah, but how is he going to try it? Like, is he going to try it like a piece of steak? Is he going to try a burger? Like, you know what I mean? I don't know if he's ready for like a bloody steak like I eat him. Oh, no, no. He and that might freak him out. That. That might he freak is not going to be ready for that. I mean, I don't know. We just have to ask them. I'm just taking their lead right now. I'm not trying to force any diet on them. But they never do that. They've been asking for chicken, so they've been eating chicken different ways. Like the other day I made like a grilled um, lemon soy chicken, and they liked it. He looked at it, and he said, what is this, Mom? I'm like, it's just grilled. It's not baked this time. And so he was down with trying it. And he said, oh, this is really good, mom. Thank you. So he's doing good. Brian, I actually thought about In-N-Out In -N Burger. Brian says In-N-Out Burger. Um, mm. 
They're not there yet. But I, I think once ready they, for a hamburger. I think once they get there, though, they're going to be stuck on In-N-Out, like really stuck. They're already stuck on it now with just plain grilled cheese because yes. they like the cheese fries, too. I think they're going to be stuck. So our producer says beef ribs, tri-tip. Now, this one, I had never heard of this. Ew. Hot dogs and spaghetti. That is the most disgusting thing <laughs> I've ever heard. Who does hot dogs and Who spaghetti? hot dogs and spaghetti? Where was this guy raised? In the Midwest? <laughs> hot dogs and spaghetti. Ooh, I don't hot know. Hot dog. And you know what? I was raised pretty hood, and we never had hot dogs. And you know spaghetti. what my mom would do with her hot dogs? Hot dogs and potatoes. That's what hot we would have. Potatoes. Hot dogs and potatoes. We would but just in have your spaghetti. Oh, who used to do this? And this is gross thinking about it now. <laughs> but I used to do it as a kid. We just eat cold hot dogs right out of the bag. Ugh. Anybody do that? Ew. I, I just I used to do that as a kid. Like you just grab a hot dog. That's and just, disgusting. And when you're hungry, you just grab what you got, girl. Well, did you ever have those hot dogs that had the cheese in the middle? What? You never saw those? That sounds disgusting. My brother loved those. They were like Oscar Mayer wieners with cheese in the middle. That is so gross. <laughs> that is so gross. Who? I know. I thought it was so disgusting, too. Now, I could just, like, I'm just wondering, like, your parents are walking down the aisle at the store. Mm, oh, this, this looks, looks good. good. This would be a good one. Said no one else. No, they were like, oh, it's kind of like that hot, that chili dog with cheese, except for the cheese is already in it. I don't have to put the cheese on top. I'll just pour some chili on it. Now, who else? <laughs> so did you used to do a bologna? My dad and my brother ate bologna, and I could not get down with bologna. The smell of it. And well, bologna was really cheap. So like we'd always have bologna in our house. The Oscar Mayer bologna. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, it might have even been like a bootleg Oscar Mayer because it was like dirt cheap to get the right, bologna. So right. we always had it. So, you know, you have to get uh, you have to change it up a little bit. Bologna so, and eggs. I'd, I'd, I'd put the bologna right on the on the um, on the burner on the stove. OK. And then it start bubbling and stuff and you flip it and then you got hot bologna Wait, in your it sandwich. Bubbled? Oh, yeah. What girl. do they put in that? I don't know, but it was good. <laughs> Get a little slice of a uh, a fake of that fake craft cheese. It's not the real craft cheese. It was like I don't even know who was on it. <laughs> and then and then it would take forever for that cheese to melt too. Oh, then you put wow. that on the bologna, little bologna and cheese with some mayonnaise. Oh man! Please don't make bologna on the stove in our house. Come on, I've never bought bologna <laughs> once since we've been together. There's a lot of stuff that yeah. sounds good right now that I'm saying it, but it was food that I ate when I was like you know. On food stamps and welfare yeah, back no, when I, I was get a kid. it. You eat what you can. So, like, one of the meals that my dad would make was Spam. He loved Spam. I don't like, I can't what, get down with Spam. I guess. Some people love Spam. Really? Yeah. It was like Spam. And then my mom's go-to, because, you know, you're on a budget, was uh, goulash. Anybody have goulash? Goulash is just straight canned tomatoes, some ground meat, and pasta. And that's it. You know what? So I've had plenty of dinners at your parents' house. Right. Right. Starting at like 16. Mm -hmm. And being a teenager, I think the, my favorite thing that your mom made was goulash. Was it the Hungarian goulash or that one that I told you? I think it was a Hungarian goulash. So my mom learned, remember. she learned this other recipe. It was like a Hungarian goulash and that was bomb. Right. She needs to make that. I think it was a Hungarian goulash. And then she used to make the bomb like um, chip dip. Oh. She used to make that bomb chip dip. We chip make that bomb dip. chip dip now. It's just... Hidden Valley Ranch with some sour cream. No, no, no. I mean like the the chili dip. Oh, she makes a bean dip. The bean dip. There you go. My brother used to love that stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ghetto stuff I used to eat when I was... <laughs> you just eat what you hey, had. Hey, listen. Whatever you can get, like that's what's in the refrigerator. That's what you're going to eat. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. But I don't know about those cheese dogs. Oof. But in hot dogs and spaghetti. Who else had that? <laughs> you know, now I'm thinking the only thing that my, my mom would put hot dogs in is eggs. Like scrambled eggs. She put hot dogs in it sometimes when they didn't have sausage. Oh. Because sausage was fairly cheap, but then you'd run out. Yeah. Throw some hot Just dogs in there. Just make do. Just make do. Wow. Yeah. No Fun. hot dogs and spaghetti for me, though. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> Take a hard pass on that one. Hamburger helper. Oh, ha oh mom, my mom loved her some hamburger helper. She would hook up hamburger helper and rice-a-roni. Yeah, the rice -aroni. You had that that, that little Francisco box, treat. that little hamburger <laughs> helper box. Yes, with, it the, was, with the little hand. It was super affordable. Yeah, the little hand. <laughs> see, they used to have great marketing when we were kids, right? The stuff I see now, the commercials I see nowadays are garbage compared to what we grew up on. Where's the little hand? I want the little hand guy. <laughs> little Pillsbury, uh, Pillsbury Doughboy. They all had to appeal to the kids to make them want to eat that crap. <laughs>
Oh, man. Hamburger Helper. You know, remember, and then they had Stovetop. That was like the bougie Hamburger Helper. Remember oh. Stovetop stuffing? Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. I know what Stovetop is, but I didn't know it was like a Hamburger Helper one. That's different. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you but don't know. We used to get that stuff because my my uh, family used to get food from the food pantry at our church. Of course. Right? And, yeah, that's that was a big one. Hamburger Helper, Stovetop, all that mm-hmm. stuff. That's where we got all that stuff. Yep. I mean, you're just trying to make it and give your kids some food. So, so you know, those poor kid recipes are the best. They are. I love yeah. it. But, you know, I try some of that stuff nowadays, and it's just not as good. Like ramen, top ramen. I tried it the other day, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just put some sriracha in there. You'll be fine. <laughs> Un tapatio, call it a day. You're Done. good. Done. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us here on R&R. We always appreciate seeing you all here and making comments and engaging with us. Be sure to check us out here. Actually, not here. On YouTube Live next week. Next week. We'll make sure we post the link so you can get there and join us every Wednesday at noon. Um, We are your host, Corey and Chris Silva. It's been fun hanging out with y'all today. If you're unable to catch our show live, you can also go and check out our full episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. And uh, we can't wait to see you next week. So thank you so much for all your support and have a great one. Talk to you soon. Bye.